You are dangerously loud today. Yeah. Dangerously so loud. I, I made a noise at one point when yeah. I realised it was too loud and I thought my head was going to burst. Uh-huh. I don't even know what noise it was. Well, there you go. How's that? I think that's, that's fine. That's pretty good. Yep. I just, I just edged you off. Well. It's a different, different thing. Oh, my God. Did not expect that this morning. I learned that from Pump Up the Jam. Oh, was it the Christian Slater? No, that's Pump Up the Volume. Oh. Pump Up the Jam. Um, no, Punch Up the Jam is the podcast where they take a song that everyone hates and make it better. Mm. I haven't watched it. I listened to it in a while. Demi left. Oh, you know, Demi did. did you eBay? From the Gilmore Guys. I'm, I'm, I'm nodding. And a cameo in the Gilmore Girls on Netflix. And he wrote one episode oh, of The Good Place, okay. I'll have you know. Well, I instantly assumed you were talking about a woman. So yeah. I was, yeah, I definitely don't know who that is. Demi Adigioibe. Well, you said the name. He's saying it again. He's very good. Yeah, but I hear Demi, and I think Demi Moore, so I think woman. What about Jonathan Demi? But that's not a surname. But you call him Demi. We don't anymore, he's dead. I, didn't, I don't call him that. I never would. Why not? Because he's dead. Ugh. You call him nothing. Ugh. Well, that seems a bit harsh. <laughs> it took me a second there, but I'm like, wait a minute. No, that's <laughs> That seems... Oh. He's only the director of uh, two of my favourite films of all time. Oh, I guarantee you can name one of them. I bet one of them is one of your favourite films of all time. <gasps> Everyone. Is he going to get it? No, of course I'm not. Uh, what is it? Stop Making Sense, the Talking Heads okay. concert movie. See, I, Okay. In my head, I never class it as a movie for some reason. I class it as a... But it is a movie. Yeah, I know, but it's... I know it is, but in my head, I don't. I never think of that as a movie. Yeah, but it's a movie. Yeah. And what was the other one? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, fuck yeah. I see. <laughs> I, I see it. The film that I have kind of watched so much and enjoy so much that when I was in a, um, Rome that time, mm-hmm. it was on TV when I went back to the hotel room in Italian, and uh, I just turned the volume off and watched it in silent because... I knew everything that was happening. It's because it's a classic. Yeah. Ugh. A beautiful classic. There you go. Made a star of Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Because he can. What had he done before that? Nothing. It's a weird thing, though. He'd well, done a bunch of stuff and you couldn't name it, literally. Um, Elephant Man. Was that before? Or was? Yeah, yeah, that was that was probably 10 years, 11 years before. It was like 1980, oh, right? And um, Magic with the dummy. Okay. And that's about it. That's yeah. all I can think of. Well, or maybe Gallipoli. He's in that, isn't he? Oh, yeah. I think so. But, you know, he was like a character actor in the background. He wasn't yeah. He wasn't in bad company with... Uh, um, who was in bad company? Oh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Okay, I'm thinking that I was... There is a, I was completely there is a buddy I cop of. movie with Anthony Hopkins and Chris Rock called Bad Company. I've never seen it. <laughs> We need to find that. <laughs> I need. I need to see that. But it was produced by Jerry Bruckheimer in the nineties, so it's one of those films. There you go. Oh yes. Anyway, I'm yeah. Gareth. I'm Richard, and we're back with another pilot season this week. Having a look at uh, yeah, and there yeah. I have sage on my tongue. Sage. <laughs> Can you tell I just ate a muffin? Uh, uh, we're looking at the 1980s classic Mask, Mobile Armors Drake Mod. With a key. Well, obviously. I know, but I'm just... You don't spell mask with a C, would you? Some people would. Well, that'd be like the beginning of masculine. <laughs> Why isn't it M-A-S-Q-U-E? I don't know. Mask. 
That'd be the French version. Mobile mobile armored strike. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm stuck. Okay, I can see why they called it mask now. Okay, point proven. Well done, them. Here's why I don't write things. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have a lot of notes, but it's nearly all fucking hell. I have a lot of notes, but it all seems to be very plot based. So feel free to come in with anything well, else. I've, I've got my usual um, intro rundown. Good. I've also spent all times. Just writing down the lyrics to the theme tune, some of which I didn't. I thought I knew the theme tune. Listen, I, yeah, I was mishearing I'm things. Very happy because I thought you would do something for the intro, so I wrote intro. It's a minute long. Huh. The end. Yeah, oh my, my notes are a lot longer than a minute long, but it, um, I, can, I get everything. I catch everything. Let me. Uh, but yeah, we'll get there. Let me throw out some Wikipedia cut and paste. Ooh. Mask, an acronym for Mobile Armor Strike Command, with a K. Uh, is an animated television series produced by the DIC Audiovisual and ICC TV Productions Limited. Dick. <laughs> yeah. say that at the end of the Dick one. for short. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is uh, only Fools and Horses uh, joke. Hmm? Well, doesn't uh, Rodney have diploma in computers in brackets oh, right, after yeah. his name? <laughs> He's got Dick after yeah. his name. Oh. Uh the uh, series was based on the mask action figures produced by Kenna Products. It was animated in Japan by studios KK Dick Asia, later known as KK C&D Asia, because they realized they had Dick in their name. Yeah. Uh, Studio uh, Juno, Studio World, and Ashy Productions. A total of 75 syndicated episodes over two seasons were broadcast from September 1985 to November 1986. The first season consists of 65 episodes, but the second season, whose theme centred around auto racing instead of crime fighting, lasted only 10 episodes. And I watched the first episode of season two on YouTube, and I can see why. Uh, Mask is a special task force led by Matt Tracker, who operate transforming armoured vehicles in their ongoing battle against the criminal organisation Venom. Do you know what it stands for off the top of your head? Uh, not off the top of my head, I'd look it up. It is an acronym for Vicious Evil Network of Mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> they don't seem that bad. Though they do have something in this called the Stone of Death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that seems... Uh... Yeah. Which is quite bad for a kids' film. Exactly. Uh, show, it's it's, it's kind of dark. And they do happily kill a woman. Anyway, they, she doesn't die. No. Just so you know. Spoilers. Uh, with an emphasis on super-powered helmets called masks that I don't really understand watching it. Anyway. Uh, worn by the characters of both factions, which I also don't understand. But anyway. Uh, Venom's primary goal was obtaining money through either robbery, extortion, counterfeiting, kidnapping, or attempting to steal historical artifacts. <gasps> Bloody hell. There's a lot of prep going to all that. Yeah. Uh, but Mask always found a way to foil their plans. Wikipedia paste over. Thank you very much, Wikipedia. Um, <coughs> right, so. Yeah. Theme tune kicks in. Yes, it does. Should we go through the intro first or the lyrics? Uh, let's go through the intro first and then into the lyrics. Okay. Intro. Hills, green gridded hills. Mm. Zoom into a petrol station. Ooh, a tunnel. <laughs> it's a weird shape. It's the future. Weird shaped car whizzes towards us. Red glove hits a button. Generic looking blonde man begins spinning. <laughs> begins a spinning shot of a table of who we are assumed the heroes. It's brief, but seems potentially ethnically diverse. 
<laughs> what's that over there? Uh, what's over the table? It's masks. Lasers hit them. Generic blonde man gets a mask. A female in a yellow helmet, kind of scuba divery. Um, there's two dudes behind her. Two more pop up. An egg-shaped robot runs around the corner, followed by a child. Twist, the robot's a kind of moped. Cars and a truck. Uh, the car doors are wings. A plane and an obvious bad guy. He's got a mask too. Spotting a theme. <laughs> Wait, that's no helicopteroid. It's a jetty-dee-doo. Uh, nice jeep. Wait, it's a boat. Uh, what's going on? Laser shooting truck fire. A uh, laser shooting truck fires at another truck and motorbike. Moped robots back almost fucks everything up and gets killed. Wait, the motorbike's a helicopter too. Mask. So the, the theme tune. Yes. So we've got mask crusaders uh-huh. working overtime. Yes. Fighting crime. Fighting uh, crime. Well, you know they have to do it twice. Yeah. Um. The second line. I don't know what I heard growing up, but it wasn't this. Secret raiders, which is fair enough, who will neutralise as soon as they arrive at the site. They cram a lot into that. Yeah, there's not. It's also not very good, right? No. Tracker's going to lead the mission, and Spectrum's got such supervision. Now, I'd forgotten that's what his car thing was called, or his helmet, or his code name was. Yeah. Um, mask. Is the mighty power that can save the day. Yep. Mask. No one knows what lies behind the masquerade. Fair enough. Mask. Always riding hot on Venom's trail. Come see the laser rays. Fire away. Now I didn't remember the second half of that lyrics. And I apparently did not know the second line. But in my head I can all, like, any times it mentioned mask. The theme do you know automatically kicks in my head. Yes. But I think I just made up a lot of words. That's probably for the uh, best. But yeah, that second line's a bit clunky. Well, second, yeah. Yeah, no. And even then, listen to it, I couldn't quite make it out. It also doesn't rhyme or anything else, which is, you know, yeah. odd. So yeah, there we go. So that's the intro and the music. Okay, and then the episode starts, and a meteor crashes. It does. Um, and plants grow to give yes. you a nice little. As soon as that kicked in, thing. I was like, "Oh my god, I remember this." I didn't. Um, and then we saw, well, you know, some scientists in radiation suits with a camera, yeah. an old, yeah, you know, old, old, Devo suits, as yeah. Marty McFly would call them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, then she, yeah, she claims it's a life-giving meteor. Just fair enough. I mean, it is making stuff grow, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair be fair dues. Fair dues, fair dues, right? No. <sighs> Sorry, mm. playing with cables because of this thing. Yeah, that sounds a little better. So, yes. Um, yeah, so they're video and everything. Yes. Um, they are. I mean, considering we just saw it crash. Uh huh. They are on site very quickly. Yes. And. But then, you know, for all we know, that meteor crashed millions of years ago. You don't really know. It's not really given a time scale. We've we've just watched the grass and everything grow there, though. Yeah, I suppose it'd be an entire forest if it was. <laughs> yeah. And that was, I mean, that was. Yeah, that was really quick. Yeah. But then a UFO collects the meteor, right? Yeah. Now, 
Look, this is spoilers anyway. Now, later on, we find out that this UFO is a helicopter. In a shell. <laughs> with, a, with a shell over the top of it. Yeah. Why you know hear the helicopter noise? Oh, also, oh, how did the blade still work? Well, as I say, also, a... yeah, that's not how helicopters work. So if you've encased it in a metal thing, yeah. it, it could take off within the metal thing, but it could not make the metal thing take off. So, yeah, that's definitely an issue. Yes. Otherwise, we'd have things shaped like that. If that actually <laughs> worked. shaped like we have things shaped like that. If that actually worked, that's what we would have them. But we don't. Um, uh, where are we going? Yeah, so uh, a woman who's been videotaping the whole thing gets chased by two guys. Yeah. Um, you know, they uh, they fire lasers at her and she drives her Jeep off a, uh, uh, off a cliff. Yeah. And they, you can tell they're evil because they laugh obnoxiously. Well, because that's... Uh, <laughs> that was the thing. Where was it, um, the line? Um... Well, so I'm going through things. I mean, first of all, big burly henchman calls them all a bunch of suckers for believing the UFO. Yep. Yeah, he's the one wearing a purple beret, so who's and, a sucker? And uh, an eye patch that also could just be, I mean, a very poorly put on blindfold. Yeah, very, a very dirty bandage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then he whips her helmet off to reveal she's a woman. But we a can woman. we could tell anyway because the voice because yeah she has the um, voice of a woman. I said the background noise, um, not noise, background music is still the mask theme, but it sounds like it's played in a really shitty old Bon Tempe sort of thing. <laughs> You'd like you run in grandparents' house and go, oh, I'm gonna play a tune again. But that's just horrible. Um, yeah, so she's pursued. What was the one they said? Um, yeah, it's the too bad. Um, no, yeah. Plummets into the river, yeah, yeah. which in my head I was like, oh, it's a Colorado River, and I couldn't think why I thought that. Then it turns out they are actually in Colorado. So, um, yeah. The same place as Mork and Mindy. <clears throat> Weird. Maybe a crossover in there somewhere, if they'd, <laughs> if they'd gone longer. Um, yeah, so they crash into the water, and one of them's like, uh, well, she's not good. It's a pity she's dead. She was a good driver, but not a good diver. It's a kid's cartoon. And yeah, as you say, they're not only laughing about the death, they're making jokes about it. It's just... I don't know. I mean, people seemed to... Be, uh, the audience last night on SNL seemed shocked with the uh, Jeffrey Epstein joke. Oh, what was that? Um, what's his name? John Lovitz comes back, plays the guy doing the Trump trial. Yeah. He ends up dying and going to hell. He meets the devil, Kate McKinnon, yep. and Jeffrey Epstein. And when asked what he's doing, he says, just hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this w- and Jeffrey Epstein was played by Oscar nominee and Kylo Ren, Adam Driver. <laughs> really shit. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's when the devil says, I look uh, like the person you most want me to look like, uh, Jeffrey Epstein says, and that is why she looks like a woman my age. A woman my age. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, oh, dark. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when they get dark. No. Um, so, yes. Yeah, um, they're happy she's dead. Yes. Cut to. She wakes up, she's fine. Yes. <laughs> Quick. Like, see, we find out she's called Professor Stevens. 
And so she oh, wakes she up. She wakes up, yeah. To, yeah, she wakes up in a strange bed. First question, though, right? Uh huh. Who dressed her? No, it's a real, real manimal situation. It's, uh, it's odd. <laughs> Whose bed is this? Yeah. Mine. Yeah, but see, the, uh, Professor Stevens was voiced by Sharon Noble, who um, does other voices in Mask, including the Mask computer. Uh huh. Um, she's got 38 credits, um, including a couple of episodes of The Littlest Hobo, Highway to Heaven, and she's done a few things lately with Tim and Eric. Nice. So there you go. She did the uh, Wally episodes of Highway to Heaven? No. Oh, <laughs> I think she got, like, she was, like, main character, I think, in her episodes of Hobo and... Um, yeah, but a main thing. character in Hobo is still one. only one episode. Yeah, I know, but still, I mean, but she got, well, she got a recurring one. On Hobo. I mean, I hear what you're saying. She's in more episodes of Hobo than I was in, but it ended in 81 and I was two <laughs> years old. Oh. Anyway. Um, is it weird that when Matt Tracker says his own name, he sounds really creepy? Mm. Almost like when he says his own name, he's a robot. I'm Tra- Matt Tracker. Tracker. Matt Tracker. Of Tracker Bar fame. No. <laughs> You don't. Are you a robot, Mister Tracker? No. Are you sure you don't have a? Uh, <laughs> are you sure? Do you have a heart? I do. A robot heart. <laughs> <laughs> have you met my son, T. Bob? <laughs> oh. His synthetic Twist. Scott. Yes. Convention <laughs> uh, Matt Tracker as well, voiced by Doug Stone. Ah, uh, Doug Stone. Yes. Who I know also him well. voices Hondo McLean, Dusty Hayes. And, and controversially these days, Bruce Sato. I don't know. I'm I'm quite controversial on uh, Dusty Hayes' voice. Well, he's well, a, he's a real yee kind of. But also, and he's, he's also um, voicing Hondo, who's a kind of black man. So he's mm. voice he's all over the place. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything no. racist. He just does well, three voices. But he does do Bruce Sato, like you would imagine. I don't know whoever played Charlie Chan in the sixties yeah. to do. Well, I was like, when they didn't just Bruce as well, I'm like, oh my, okay, so you're having um, an Asian man on your team, and you've named him Bruce. I mean, that's it's, on the ball. I didn't. Yeah. That was the first note. You're just like, Ugh. but you know, in the eighties, you had loads. Remember uh, all those videos with different Bruce Lees? Mm-hmm. Like they'd spell Lee like L I, yeah. and it'd still be a kung fu film. True. It was thousands of them in the eighties. <laughs> Keep it going. Um, so he's got 325 credits. Um, he does a ton of voice work on the English language versions of various anime series, like One Punch Man and Samurai Champloo. I love both of those. Um, he's also done a lot of video games as well. Um, probably the one that stood out the most was he was the voice of Psycho Mantis in Metal Gear Solid. Is he the one who made your r- controller jump around? Yeah. Yeah. And it was also, wasn't he the one as well that... If you wanted to defeat him, you just changed the controller to port two, and then he couldn't track you because he couldn't read your mind. That dude is clever. Yeah. He'll probably go on to make some fucking game where you deliver parcels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that, remember the ninja one, Tenchu, was on PlayStation. Tenchu. Is that the really violent ninja one? No. Uh, is that the one I'm thinking of? There was definitely like an 18 certificate ninja thing where you crawl on around rooftops. And yeah, stuff. that's the one. Yeah, he did voices in that as well. Mm. Uh, it was good, though. I seem to remember it being good. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so she's heard of Matt Tracker, and he helps people, but apparently only people that are in sort of weird situations. Yes. 
weird situation. Well, that's not what he says, but I can't remember. I didn't write down exactly what he said, but it was... Like, we can't write down uh, everything that happens exactly. Uh, We're already probably 15 minutes into this episode, so... Yeah. We haven't really discussed anything, so... No. I think I do remember, like, considering much notes I've written down already, looking at the... watching it, and we are only about four minutes in. Mm. I was like, fuck, there's a lot happened. Well, they, they, they really try to pack it, right? You know, even the weird... Cuts to Scott and Thingamabob playing table tennis. Yeah. Right? Well, that's Thingamabob. Okay. Yeah. I just thought it was T-Bob. And, well, yeah, T-Bob is short for Thingamabob. thingamabob. Yeah, okay. I'd forgotten that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. There's one bit of credit they've got given for this. Yes. Is they didn't give either Scott or T-Bob annoying voices like they tended to do with sort of like in child and well no i mean i think things. they actually hired a child yeah scott, well which is nice. funnily enough um do you know who voices scott scott tracker scat tracker scott tracker scat tracker who brennan thick uh-huh son of alan thick brother of robin thick huh yeah i know it's like fuck's sake really um the only he's only on one other credit he was the voice of dennis the menace Remember the Dennis Menace cartoon? Like the American, American one with yeah. the blonde guy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he was the voice of that as well. Why are there two Dennis the Menaces? Ugh. Why'd they look so different? Ugh. Why was Walter Matthau in that live action oh, no. movie? No, no, well, yeah, he didn't do the live action one, obviously. Well, obviously not. I know, sorry, go. He's not going to dub his old voice. <sighs> there you go. But yeah, it's, again, that was a bit weird when I saw that. I was like, I wonder who, if he's related to Alan Thicke in the click button. There he is. Yeah. His one piece of trivia. So, so yeah, so they play table tennis. Yeah. Um, the robot almost takes himself out. <laughs> yeah, he's not very good. No. And then they decide to go and spy on his dad. Which is, uh, whatever. Kind of creepy, especially goes, oh, let's go spy on dad and see what he's doing with that unconscious woman that he Here's picked up. Here's the thing, right? Matt watches this video. And as a human being with eyes, yes. he could just watch a video but instead he's like, analyse video. Yeah. And then the robot, or the, the AI or whatever, just says what's on the screen to him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like Trump now. If his name's not in it, he needs it explained to him. It's fine. Though, yeah. no, you know, also the AI is like, she should stay here and sleep for a while. Yes. <laughs> Administering drugs. <laughs> Sedating woman. Gas kicks into the room. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, I should mention um, T-Bob as well, uh, voiced by Graham McKenna, um, who also voiced Brad Turner in this. Oh. Three credits, uh, 75 episodes of this, um, some TV movie, and he was also voices in the Prince Valiant cartoon. I remember watching it yeah. and finding it, eh, waiting yeah. for the next thing to come on. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, Scott's happy they have a mission. Yeah. A bit of a, I find that an odd thing. Yeah. He's like, hooray, they'll need our help. Nope. <laughs> the computer then picks the team for the job. Well, I think he says to the computer, what should we do? And it can assemble mask. Well... Why did he need a computer to tell him that? Well, he needed the computer to tell him everything. This is the yeah. problem I have issue with. And then he's like, I could just pick the the team myself, but instead, let's let the computer do it. Oh. It's very much like Global Frequency. Remember that? It was a 12-issue Warren Ellis cut. It was a 12-issue Warren Ellis comic book that had a very insane failed pilot. Mm. I wonder if I can find it. Mm. 
It used to be on YouTube. It looks like it was a VHS of a VHS, but made in the 2000s somehow. It's crazy. Mm. Anyway, so they pick Brad Turner, yep. Codename Condor, or whatever the fuck she says. Yep. Motorcycle and helicopter pilot. Uh, Bruce Sato. Oh, I was going to say, because they, they do little intro videos for him, because um, he's in a band, and his little Fitbit starts flashing with the mask symbol. Yeah. And he just legs it. But here's a weird thing I find with this. Uh-huh. Why is it that we see this a lot when they're assembling teams and things, like, in, even like live-action movies or cartoons, when something like this is happening? Why are there always rock concerts going on at like 11 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, no, there is issue with this, isn't there? Yeah. So, that's, like, that's not it, their fault. This is a recurring it's thing. It's like that episode of Quincy all over again. Because he's not going to go see a punk band at night. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Bruce Sato... Sato Rhino. What was right. he doing in his intro one? Because I'm not writing that thing. I don't know. Yeah. No. I was going to say he was fixing the car, but someone else's. Yeah. And then Alex Sector, yeah. Rhino Systems Commander. Well, obviously, computer, you don't have to tell me him as well. Because yeah. you need two people to pilot, yeah. apparently, this truck. So apparently, he works in a pet shop and then yeah. dumps a snake on a man. Yep. And leaves. Um, he's voiced by Brendan McCain, who also voices Miles Mayhem. Okay. There you go. Hondo McLean, firecracker. <laughs> yeah, again, he's a teacher yep. whose Fitbit goes off and he gets up and leaves. Uh, yeah. Dusty Hayes. Is his code name or car called Gator? Gator, yeah. Because she says it in a real weird way. Gator. Gator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, apparently he's... He works in the pizzeria. Yep. Buddy Hawks, the only reason I wrote anything <laughs> for him is Firecracker co-pilot, though I don't remember anyone being next to him in the car, no. next to Hondo at any point. And in brackets, Master of Disguise. Who? <laughs> An intelligent expert who just works in a petrol station. <laughs> Obviously, Boulder Hills petrol station, yeah. but still just a petrol station attendant. Mm. Um, he's voiced by Mark Halloran who also voices Sly Rax, Cliff Dagger, and The Buyer in this episode. Here's the thing. No other credits. I don't know any of the bad guys' names, because I don't think they're said out loud, apart from Miles Mayhem. I think they do mention this cold guy Sly at once, Yeah. who I must point out, as it's in this next scene, is the coolest looking henchman. He's he's got a bit of a Frank Zappa thing going on. Okay. And I'm just like, he's pretty cool. I'd buy a toy of him. Yeah. So yeah, Scott says they're going to need our helpless role. Yeah. Miles Mayhem cuts the meteor up, and it no longer speeds healing, but kills. Yeah. What? That's never explained. Why just cutting into three turns this life-giving can meteor well, they into don't have a time, killing do they? machine? What they show you here is that Miles Mayhem is some sort of genius yeah. because he goes, "I knew it." <laughs> yeah, cause it just they cut it. It gets a bit of a red glow, and then it it kills those. Potted plants. Yep. Ugh. Mm. Poison Ivy would have a thing or two to say about that. <sighs> Definitely. Oof. Oh, if she's still alive. <gasps> Spoilers for the new Harley Quinn. It's very mm. good. Mm. It's starting okay. to really tie together. I like it a lot. Mm. Uh, what are we looking at? Oh, yeah. He's cut it into three bits, and so he wants... I mean, the easiest way to describe it is he wants... $50 million minimum yeah. for each piece I mean, of that's, the can, Death Stone. <laughs> I mean, he, he does go 
um, very Doctor Evil before Doctor Evil. So yeah, yeah. I mean, fifty million. It's pretty good considering later on when we do see people try to buy it, it is very small briefcases for and fifty the, million. And it's the same day. I mean, this is one day's work. I don't listen, can, <laughs> they don't fuck about these international criminals. No, They're very <clears throat> organised. No. Um, see it. So yeah, the mask team get their masks. Yeah, they all have a meeting. And it mask. seems more magic than science. I don't really know what's happening. Weird lasers hitting the masks to power them up. Yeah. And then they lower down, and you'd think they'd lower on their heads, but they yeah. just lower into their hands. Well, it's also about that um, they've already mentioned they've got a, a radiation tracking satellite. Mm. Um, well, it's going to get an interference because these masks seem to be weirdly glowing after that laser hit them, so there's probably can radioactive. <laughs> That's probably why um, Alex Hector's hair fell out. Probably. So. But, um. Oof. No, it seems very unnecessary though. It's like a you know like a Rube Goldberg machine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, quick side oh, thing. Turned into Columbo. Remember that thing we watched the the John Mulaney? Yes. Thing. Yes. There was really quite an odd looking child. Which one? Ginger glasses. <laughs> he had a weird voice as well. I mean, I don't think he had black hair, but he reminded me. Yeah, Jacob, I believe his name was. There's a scene from Portlandia where they use a Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. And I mean, that kid can't be old enough to be that other kid's dad. But I'm guessing they're related or something. I'll show you later on because the similarities between these two, I mean, unless he's got some sort of time machine or something. It's odd. It really is. Okay. But anyway. Uh, I was going to say it was a previous episode, but it wasn't an episode we did the John Laney thing. We just watched it. Yes, we watched it like human beings. Yeah. Anyway. You know what else wasn't uh, an episode of this pilot project mm. that I watched? What? Picard. I was going to watch that last night, but I forgot my um, Bluetooth speaker. Um, and the speakers on my computer work are oh, shit. It is fucking amazing. Yeah. Oof. Shocked. No, I was, I, I, was, I was confident it was going to be good. No, I thought it was going to be good. No. Oh. It's great. Oof. <laughs> <sighs> I'll give it proper time rather than try and watch it at work. So. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, they've got their helmets. Um, yeah, Bruce gets to talk. Oh, but, oh yeah, but, uh, and says some... Uh, if a fish flies, look not for a fish, but a bird instead. Yeah, and that's where they come up with the UFOs and a helicopter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Which, well, we've already discussed that. Yeah. That's what that gets. Uh, Venom has already made the sales the three trucks are going to the buyers so the mask team split into three yeah Miles Mayhem uh, helicopter becomes a plane and I assume I put a question mark after that as if to say why does a helicopter need to become a plane or a plane need to become a helicopter I mean have we never heard of a Harrier jump jet uh, but I don't know well they've all got to transform it to something so you might as well I've got um, I've got the toy somewhere Oh, so that, cool. that's why you're, you're, you're not being like, it's stupid. It's stupid. Oh, it's fucking, it is stupid. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> uh, um, Matt's car flies, but it flies like, you know how a DeLorean door opens? Yeah, and that's was, the wings. And that's the wings. Remember, what was it, the, it really doesn't transform like all the others. There was an episode of The Dollop where they talked, there was a car that you could convert into a plane. Okay. Um, obviously it failed. 
Because <laughs> he's never seen you one. You could do it, and they tried to can sell it to people, and then it just, I think, I'm sure a couple of people died. Because um, it was a dollop. Somebody always dies on a dollop. Very much. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I can't remember what it was called now off the top of my head, but it's very similar to that. Oh, also Brad's bike flies. Yeah, but see, at least it turns into a proper helicopter thing. Yes, something good happens. I didn't have that, but my friend did. I had another transform, uh, not transform, um, masking, which was another motorbike. It was maybe from second season. Yeah. Which the thing split apart and it turned into a weird hovercraft. I don't know. I just feel like if it's on land, it needs to, basically, the vehicle needs to change what it, you know, transports over, yeah. right? So if it's land, it needs to go into the air or the sea or yeah. space or something, right? Yeah. And this is why I think I have such uh, contempt for Miles Mayhem going from air to air. Uh, but I can I can see the point of that because you've two different types of combat you can have with that. Yeah, but it doesn't do anything the Harrier jump jet don't do. That's what I'm saying. It could just be a plane with them little um, rockets under the bottom. It's more manoeuvrable once it's a helicopter than it would be if it was a jump Harrier jump jet. Don't care. Stupid. Because jump jets was a very UK thing. I don't think they really bothered with them in the state. Well, our fault. They don't get the cool stuff. No. Um, a plane so expensive that True Lies was the most expensive film ever made for a while because of that uh, ending. Yeah. So yeah, um, go about the Condor. So you've got him as well. He gets missile fire. That no. Somebody fires missiles at a car. Miles fires uh, movement ice sensing, I assume, missiles. Yeah. So Condor fires a holographic projection and yeah. the missile follows it back to Miles who goes, Christ! <laughs> and, ex- and invades it. <laughs> right? Because yeah. it Pretty can't much. be a heat-seeking missile. No. Because it's a holocraft. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Bruce's mask has a power called Lifto-beam. Lift Lift O beam. I thought you said lifter beam. I never heard lifter. I heard lifto. Oh, well, lifto beam, but it might have been a racist accent a white man doing uh, his voice was doing. Uh, uh, but he picks up submarine bike guy, yeah, and just smashes him between two rocks <laughs> over and over. Smacks him like yeah, the side of the like yeah. canyon walls, like a real between a rock and a hard place kind of fuck yeah. this guy. Um. um See, so well, find out that Scott's hiding in the back of uh, uh, Hondo's truck. Yeah, firecracker. Yeah, and there is this cool bit where it fires a, a tire at the bad guy, oh, like a shuriken style. It's a tire. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, one, if that hit them, that's going to fuck them up, right? Again, <laughs> if, if it made contact with like, because he's in a little turret thing at the top of his car. Yeah. If I had bounced up and hit him, he's dead. But everyone else has like. You know, like lasers, he's, and he's yeah. got a tire with like nails in it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't fuck about. He's ghetto. <laughs> Here's a weird thing: Why is no one else in this car? There were five people. He has not got a co-pilot. Yeah, it's true. Um, they put a guy in this car, and he never shows up. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, Scott's thrown from the trunk. Yep. Um, uh, and Dusty saves him by. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what his name I just refer to him in my notes now as Petrol Station Guy because I couldn't remember what his name was. Oh, uh, yes. But, um, yeah. Um, though Dusty has got a real, I don't know, kind of a, what is that voice? You know, it's a real G-shucks, aha. Uh-huh. Good old boy, sort of. You know, I'm uh, coming for you, Dusty. 
<laughs> An old prospect <laughs> yeah, voice is basically what he does. Yeah, that's his future. Yeah. Oh. Hondo uh, jumps out of the vehicle, covers Scott as Mild Mayhem fires a missile. Yeah. Brad fires antimatter at it. Yeah. It explodes, sharing Hondo with debris. Doesn't sound like antimatter to me. No. Considering later on, antimatter just makes something disappear. Yeah. Well, just no. It negate uh, the wall's still there, but it's they can pass through it. Yeah. So why is that debris heavy when it's hitting people? Fine. Saying that you don't want it to land on you and then come back into phase and it's stuck inside you. Exactly. Again, like that the transporter thing in uh, one of the Star Trek films. I mean, definitely, but Ugh. I can't remember. Ugh. Um. So yeah, so Scott's in shit because he's killed Hondo. Pretty much. Um, Miles says we've got a job to finish bad guys leave yeah uh, oh you know I, I think basically he says that should hold them yeah <laughs> you only stop one of them yeah, kill one of them that'll I'll tell Morin for days about that let's go uh, Matt finds out Scott is here lands his flying car <laughs> Scott is upset that Hondo is hurt uh, bad because of him uh, so he just jumps on T-Bob and drives away yeah oh <clears throat> Scott finds one of the buys thanks to T-Bob's tracking system. Okay, why are no one else using this? No. <laughs> I'm too busy relying on that bloody satellite. For uh, what good it is. T-Bob distracts Miles and the buyer by asking the next bus to Denver. Yeah, that's when I suddenly went, oh yeah, that car, so yeah, it's color, yeah, yeah. it is color. Um, but I like Scott's, the balls on Scott. We need to contact... With my dad and all the other masked people. Yeah. What will I do? I'll climb into the main bad guy's <laughs> fucking helicopter vehicle thing. Can <laughs> he's not looking? It's fine. But also, I mean, it's, the fact that yeah, his whole distraction thing is just walking up to them for a chat. Yeah. Oh, it's. And I I like I that. Uh, uh, after he contacts uh, Matt. Matt just goes, cool, get yourself home, ask directions if you need to. So he's got a tracking system a with him. He's doing better than you yeah, are. He can track his house. He's called uh, Scott Tracker. He's fine. Yeah. Nominative um, determinism. Instead, though, he uh, tries to fly the plane and it kind of like skitters and dances all over the pier. Yeah. And Miles is like, Jesus Christ, again. <laughs> My fucking plane. <laughs> Cost a lot of money. So they jump oh. into the water. Yeah. Oh. Uh, when Scott gets out, he is dizzy slash drunk slash concussed. <laughs> oh. And makes T-Bob drive the lorry home. Yeah. Oh, he's like, yeah, can you drive one of these? And T-Bob's like, I don't know. He's like, well, we're going to find out. He's like, oh, you guys, you're he's like utterly pissed. Yeah. It's fucked up. Um, when Condor goes to Mac 1, that's just yeah. Street Hawk, right? But that, that's a speed of sound. But that's what, no, but that's what Street Hawk does when it goes fast. It, it laser like, projects first. Yeah. And knows where it's going. That's what he did. Yeah. And then he hits a button and goes real fast. Yeah, anti-matter, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, I preferred the bad guy's way of getting through the wall, where he just fucking plows in and his big trunk. Yeah, but he doesn't go through it. He does. No. Yeah. I don't think he does. He stops. And then later on, he's driving again. Yeah, so see, it doesn't stop him for long. No. But still. Um, here's the thing. Bruce uses, um, what he said, smoke screen yeah. on... Um, the other guy's truck. Yep, yep, yep. 
Now, smoke screen you'd think would be to blanket him in smoke so he couldn't see where you went. Yes. Instead, the smoke just seems to spray at the guy's tires and he skids. <laughs> that's not how smoke works. Well, that's not even what happens as well, right? Because he sort of just falls into that hole. Yeah. Right? The, the, in like a loading bay. And they raise him up. And then the guy goes, <clears throat> teamwork! And you go, yeah, but you, you weren't doing the guy in the hole, right? Mm. I mean, you're both in the car. Yeah. So who's doing that? Some poor bastard at work who used to work you've destroyed. I remember they're using the computers to do it. Still annoying. Um, so yeah, what's his uh, Slyrax is sidecar turns into submarine, a mini submarine. Oh, that's Slyrax. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So bike becomes sub, jig becomes boat. Yeah, experimental yeah, <laughs> guy phones him in the, uh, follows him in the speedboat. Dusty. Um, and then there is kind of a it's like a reverse sort of kind of. James Bond joke reference thing. Uh-huh. Cause isn't it when that big white car comes out of the sea in... You'll uh, never get it right. I wouldn't. No, I can't remember which Bond it is. But there's kind of obviously people kind of going, oh, look at that. Whereas he does the opposite thing of getting to the people, hey, where did it go? Down there. And then it turns into the boat yeah. and goes off. So it's kind of... I th- I'm going to say it's a James Bond reference, kind of. Fair dues. But um, then Dusty kills a couple of people. Yeah, well, yeah it's, it's fine. One does that too. Um, um, yeah, so then we've got shady dealings on on a yacht just offshore. Yeah. Because it's the 80s. I only just realised, because it's like the last one, that all three trades are happening like 10 metres apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't go. I mean, it's all happening one day. They can't travel that far. No, but they could have gone in. Yeah. Right, they, they were like... The the trucks are splitting up. Follow them, mm-hmm. but they all end up at the same place. Here's the thing as well. Here's how we can prove the um, petrol guy is a proper idiot. Mm-hmm. Chases them to yacht. Yep. Freezes them. Uh huh. Goes over and goes right. I'll just take that um, little box with the uh, the meter in it, and then drives off. Yep. They're frozen. There was a briefcase there with fifty million in it, and he just fucking left it. Yeah, true. He's an idiot. I don't know. I'm sure that computer like makes the money on like online poker or something. But, um, he probably has to share that with the other guys. He could just keep that to himself. Yeah, but they're making like 500 million a day. I mean, it's not sharing when it's that much money. Yeah, I'd still take it. That's why he doesn't feel bad about working in a petrol station <laughs> when, when you're getting paid $500 million a week. Ugh. Fair enough. Maybe they get paid a hundred million for every mission. Every mission. <laughs> you need. I only need three missions a year. What the fuck are you spending your money on, Dusty? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, so you've got Matt flying around in his car. Um. Oh yeah, he's chasing a seaplane. Yes. Um. Yeah, because he goes. I'm going to go and cut it off. <laughs> you can't really cut things off in midair. Yeah, you can, you know, can sort of just crash into them. Well, yeah, but then, uh, um, yeah. Now here's, oh, that's okay. I was about to say something stupid. Yeah, no, so fine. Matt fires this little mini-missile, and it lands on top of, like, Miles's plane, yeah. and then he controls the missile, like a remote control car. I thought it was just going to go and control it. was just that it was going extra force, so he couldn't control it properly, oh. and he was fighting against no, it. No, I, I thought it more of, like, a... Uh, remote control no. well I, I thought it was cleverer than it was apparently um, Scott 
brings the last part of the meteor to back. It was in the truck they were driving. Yeah, because luckily, not, dad, not only did he steal a, a truck, yeah. he stole a meteor worth $50 million. His dad is like, I don't know if I should hug you or spank you. Which is like, yeah. do both. Hug, spank, yes. hug, spank. <laughs> oh. It's like, See, it's like uh, you have to do it to the the tune of Love Shack, though. <laughs> hug, spank. <laughs> <laughs> Dear me. So yeah, so they to fix this meteor that's been they can now kill things. Yep. They just push it back together. Don't they hit it with a laser? No, they don't. No, it's well, just yeah, just bloop. things. Um, yeah, things well. What do we actually think was wrong with Hondo? Because as far as I'm concerned, it would just be like a concussion or something. Yeah, he was crushed a bit, but he had a was mask he? on, so he's not going to have a concussion, is he? Mm. Otherwise, what's the point of wearing them masks? Well, dangerous. Well, helmets don't guarantee anything. Look at NFL players. They still get concussions. I'm not really going with actual science. What I'm oh, saying sorry. is, why bother wearing a mask in a show called Mask if the mask doesn't do any fucking good? His baby didn't activate its powers, which was <laughs> cushioning or something. <laughs> no. Anyway, Miles Mayhem certainly will win next time because, ah, you know. Yeah. Degenerate gamblers have to be optimistic. Well, he's got 75 other chances, possibly. Mm. PSA! Yeah. So, um, hey kids, don't run into the street to get a ball without looking. Um, and <laughs> if your ball goes into a fridge, don't climb in and shut the door. Yes. Oh, um, Crossover. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, nostalgia! End credits. Yeah. Three out of five. I, see, I really enjoyed it, but I realised that it is just the fact that I had seen it so often as a kid and was sort of wrapped up in the whole comfy duvet of nostalgia. Yeah. So I, I will give it four out of five. Yeah. Um, it's a good score for you. Yeah. But I said, as soon as I started off, I was like, oh, fuck, I remember this. This is great. So I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying in any way, shape or form it's bad. It's just, you know... There's, well, I mean, watching it as an adult, I, it doesn't quite make sense. No, and I still That's, can't follow all the people. They got five people, yeah, right, and yet you see Bruce and you see whoever's sitting next to Bruce doing nothing. Here's an and issue, Matt. Here's an issue I've got. I've got, I've got Rhino yeah. at home somewhere, and I've got little figures. Yeah. Now, from this, we gather that Rhino is piloted, well, is driven by Bruce. Yep. And Alex is the computer guy. Yep. Now, I have the figure of Alex Sector. Uh-huh. And the driver for Rhino was Matt Tracker in a different uniform with a slightly different helmet. Huh. N- not... I think the helmet was maybe similar to Bruce's, the sort of, in the weird red I don't items. know, because I... But, I had Rhino. Yeah. And I had Bruce Sato, but I don't know if they came together or if I traded them at school. Yeah. Can't tell you. Because I feel like I did have a Matt Tracker as well. Before going into this, I thought Matt Tracker did drive the big truck. Yeah, so that's why I, that's why I thought it was. And it yeah. turns out he drove Sector, and I'm like, uh, Spectrum, and I was like, I didn't even know Spectrum. I never had Spectrum. Yeah. But I definitely had. And I see, it wasn't even the grey suit thing yet. It was like a brown and red sort of yeah, so uniform. It, it looks like Bruce uh, Sato, but with a blonde man. Yeah. So it was... Racism! Yeah, it's odd. 
Is it like, isn't like why they don't make Scarlet Witch toys? <laughs> you know, one of the, I mean, not Scarlet oh. Witch, but um, you know, they wanted Black Widow toys for, and they oh. didn't make them for the Disney store because boys wouldn't buy them. I would. <laughs> We're not boys, dude. But, but yeah, back then they would. Well, they didn't exist back then, oh. did they? Well, they should have. They wouldn't been in a Disney store. They're literally talking yes. in the last ten years. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> Do we know any ideas on what we're doing next? I have no fucking idea. And the terrible thing is this episode goes up today. Oh. This is the thing when you were like, what are you doing today? This. Oh. I'm watching that. But uh, I think instead of doing those last two minutes oh, of now... Hey, I'll tell you something. What? I'm not here in the wind. No, it stopped about an hour ago, mate. You I just suddenly realised. Well, I just I was into it. I was, yeah. yeah. No, it stopped about... 30 minutes ago yeah. but I uh, I was that's why I kept playing with cables and it went away yeah. but okay. I don't know what I did cool but uh, well, well done whatever it is hopefully it's not too bad because I'll put you I've separated the files now so I'm on a separate file to you yeah so I'll just uh, edit around the noise at the beginning and hopefully it'll work cool hooray yeah anyway next week we don't know. Nope. It'll be a surprise for both of us. Yes. Both of us? All of us? I don't know. Yeah. There's probably about 40 listeners now. I don't even know. Cool. Slightly more than that. We keep changing format. People don't like it. Uh, well, I know because sorry. instead of telling us, they just leave. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> Stop listening at work. We say fuck too much. Or just do what I do and listen to podcasts that say fuck at work but in the middle of the night when there's nobody else there also true uh, that works yep until next time guys pilot bye